0: there. You either got less hair or more coming out everywhere. Getting more deaf, worrying about death. All the tires you got are spare. Unexplained coffin while choosing your coffin. Getting some laughs in and choking on taffy. Squeaking more than a dolphin. Rubbing at the kids. Surling undies with skids. Wondering if we fuck it up. Can we still make the mic drop? general texting, vexing, exiting. But not yet. Not yet. We're just halfway there.
1: Halfway there. Hi, I'm Kim Gainer.
0: Hi, I'm Camilo Fantasia.
2: Hi, I'm Jenny Ter and this is Halfway There, a podcast about the new middle age. Doesn't that sound fun? Yeah, I was <laughs> gonna say so losing bladder control. <laughs> <laughs> a turkey neck. I mean a waka waka.
0: Hey, do you want to hear my do you want to hear my latest tweet? Yes. Kim's going <laughs> to love this. Mm. Choose your own adventure, adult edition. Risk this fart or not?
1: <laughs> gross. Risk, <laughs> risk gross. Fart, or yes. fart or fart?
0: Or not. Yes.
2: Um, can I choose not?
0: <laughs> you you can. Not. Turn Turn to page 49. Oh, you've caused yourself sepsis by keeping in your gaseous substance inside. Oh, Go to God. the ER.
1: And and okay,
0: there are so no ER patient. beds because of COVID occupation.
1: Can, you die. I
2: think that Camila wishes we were doing a podcast about poop. <laughs> yeah, I think
1: the the poop pod that'll the poop be the spinoff. That
0: absolutely a hundred percent has to exist already. There's that, no question.
1: Um, yeah this with only you if it doesn't exist the mm-hmm. poop pod or the poop cast i think, i like the poop pod because alliteration
0: yeah i love it
1: um what
0: but i think i'm going to keep my poop content over here because i think it's high quality
2: <laughs> uh poop or content no let's stop this please let's <laughs> stop it <laughs> i can't i can't handle poop stories can so
0: I? you know what i thought because this has to be a little bit more of a compact episode because i have to jet at some point I thought it might be a really good entry point for new listeners, you know.
2: Mm-hmm. So I'm,
0: I think they're going to love the material they've heard up till now, and they've we've we've got them now, right? <laughs> we've got them by the seat of their pants, as as it were.
1: I I hope so. Uh,
2: yeah. Th- those are the kind of listeners we want. <laughs> <laughs> let's I be let's be
0: honest. We want any listeners. <laughs>
2: that's true. Besides Camila's mom. Hi Tina. Hi, Tina. Hi, Tina.
1: Especially Camilo's mom, though. I mean, she's she's like diehard, hardcore. She's the vice
2: president of our fan club.
1: The vice president? Yes, and the only person in the club.
0: So who's the Who president? The
1: president? Why, why can't she have the highest post if she's the yeah. only member? That's
2: true. Um, She's the president. I'm sorry. Okay, great. <laughs>
0: Because of, glass, <laughs> because of the glass, because yeah. of the glass
1: Secretary of a fan club <laughs> with one member. I mean, damn. <laughs> uh, I
0: love how you're like women can't be presidents of podcasts.
2: <laughs> oh, I love how you cast me as this like um, woman hating <laughs> woman hater. Yeah, great.
0: Speaking of woman hating, like you're giving me such working girl vibes right now with that jacket. I love it.
1: It's really
2: cute. Do you remember the song in that? No. It's It's a Carly Simon song. It's like, let the river run. And they all had this like long crimped hair and the (laughs) the tennis shoes and the working like mini skirts. And they were all coming off the Staten
1: Island Ferry to go work as assistants. Oh, right. Wearing like white sneakers and stuff. Mm Yeah. Oh, amazing.
0: Yeah, Working Girl is the movie that is etched in my memory as the one where my crush Sylvia failed to show up to our date to see, so I had to watch on my own while I, I was like devastated.
2: Were and, you uh, in the closet and really dating? A oh woman? yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. I, this was my like I'm writing florid poems to Sylvia and other women that I was attracted to in my little Do we secret notebook. Friend-
1: Sorry to interrupt because I want to hear the rest. But yeah. every time Camilo mentions dating a women woman, we stop everything <laughs> and let gay about it. Like, are you still gay? What are you talking about?
0: Uh, like, I'm. I'm, I'm fluid. So, Who knows? We're
1: so old. I know. Keep, I, I'm, keep going.
0: I'm going to yeah. increase my like intrigue by now saying that I'm fluid and I may change my sexuality in the next few <laughs> okay. years probably not but who yeah, knows let
2: him know, please keep
0: them guessing
2: <laughs> yeah mm-hmm.
0: but i mean I sylvia had no real interest in going out with me and i think she just kind of vaguely said that oh she would see the movie but turns out she quote unquote i'm doing air quotes for those listening she missed <laughs> the bus because of course to get anywhere back in those days you had to take a bus to the town with a movie theater
1: <laughs> oh that's adorable
2: when you went to watch the movie, did you um, enjoy Mel- Melanie Griffith's outfits?
0: Yeah, that's probably when I when I decided I was gay. <laughs>
2: exactly.
0: That that was probably the first like seed that got planted. This girl stood me up, but look at these fabulous outfits.
2: Yeah, yeah, a little clue there. <laughs> um, I love her hair. Yeah, it was very good hair in that movie. Kim, how are things on the island? Is it still really hot? It's, um,
1: it's cooling down, I think, really slowly. I think perceptively, like slightly. And it's raining, it's like, it's like torrential rains like every five minutes, which I quite enjoy. But every single time it happens, I feel like it's at two o'clock in the morning and it does not matter how deep of a sleep I'm in. I sit straight up in bed and I'm like, oh my God, the car, and then, because if your car, I've heard all these stories, if your car, you you left your windows down here while it's raining, mm-hmm. you have full-on transmission failure. You've killed the car, because oh, the, the, the the car will legitimately fill up with water enough to like kill the engine and all the electronics. So every single time I pop up, I like run outside run one out- time, down a little bit and the whole car was like the seats were wet and i just sat in the car at like 2 a.m in my pajamas running the the radio and the ac <laughs> to dry dry it out
0: because i will um, say if your transmission doesn't fail the getting that moisture out of the seats like it yeah. took me years to get a mold smell out of my car yeah because Thanks. i left a window open during our downpour in florida.
1: Uh,
2: yeah, it's kind of oh, oh, Yeah. Do you miss Florida, Camilo? I, I just you... I
0: cannot emphasize enough how little i miss florida and even more now <laughs> that it's just such a battleground for stupidity.
2: It's a co- the covid murder capital <laughs> of the world.
0: I mean, Missouri is really bad, but i feel really insulated because Kansas City You'd think Fort Lauderdale, Miami, Palm Beach would be kind of a bubble, and it kind yeah. of is, but there's just so many inroads of stupidity. Whereas Kansas City really feels like a bubble,
1: hmm. well, kind of Austin, like Texas,
0: probably, yeah, maybe, yeah, I don't it's, know
1: um, for a while, but uh, it's it's been part of my like escape plan for a while. You know, it might be my plan plan D. You need, to,
0: you need to go to like a more red county in, in uh, Texas. So you can Why turn, would I- help turn <laughs> Texas blue. Austin, oh. whatever county Austin is in is already blue. You're not needed there.
1: That's true, that's <laughs> the only reason I'd go there. A
2: lot of people have moved there from California, from New York. I mean, yeah. especially from
1: California.
0: But it's not helpful. You need to move to red counties.
1: I, yeah, that's, I see what can- you're for a person who wants to engage. Um, I'm currently living outside of the United States. So if that tells <laughs> you anything.
2: That's your mission, right? To go to red counties and turn them blue. I know <laughs> yeah. that's life's, life's purpose. I, I'm I,
0: seeing I, a lot of red in your all of your fashions tonight, though, I feel like we're at the... I have some red back here in this jacket back here. It's like we're at a MAGA convention. We're the
2: <laughs> proud,
0: proud girls and boy.
2: Um, what was that that duo, Diamond and Silk? Remember, they were like oh god, horrific on uh, Fox News, kind of singing,
1: just eating up every. Uh, I mean, that is that is some Uncle Auntie Tom Tom Tomery, if ever I have seen it, like it's just so bad. And like, there's a flip side of it, which is like, I think it's pretty cynical. They probably made a lot of money black women you know spokespeople for the right um whether they believe all that shit or not which they probably do because you know black people are not a monolith you know blah 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 disclaimer but it's just gross that's all
0: i didn't i'm not really up to date on what it is i kind of made it out from what you were describing though so is it a couple or one person
1: it was two people they are a duo i think they sing. Yeah. Do that. I've really watched more than probably two minutes, so they just talk, they just talk you know, they're very um...
0: What are they called they again?
1: Diamond and Silk they Okay, like this sounds Diamond like some, some
0: softcore Showtime shit from the 90s
1: It wasn't song. I mean, God forbid, sacrilege Oh Real MAGA cheerleaders Diamond and Silk oh. You guys remember Diamond and Pearls, yeah. A yeah. oh, oh boy, God, oh boy.
2: I'm I'm he was. I love oh that God. album. I love Prince. That is one person I truly regret not seeing in concert. Uh, me too.
1: My brother yeah. saw, I think, in London, um, oh. and he he talks about it majorly. Once in a lifetime performer.
2: Um, the kids on campus are trying to get the college to divest from Israel. I think I can say this. Uh, do we, is How's this that- some, is this
0: something we want to get into?
2: I'm just saying that's a big thing. They're doing a big BDS campaign. Yeah. Um, Let me just go around this minefield. Yeah. Uh, um, I'd like to go into <laughs> innocuous subjects that nobody has strong feelings about.
0: <laughs>
2: it's, Uh, it's pretty interesting I think that so the college has a relationship with this college in Israel and they want the college to terminate that relationship but I actually think that's a
1: really bad approach I'll be honest yeah you know maybe it's better to keep the connection and open up a conversation about like I think so yeah yeah
0: as long as it's not a finance I mean okay
1: understand wanting to divest
2: from like Soda Stream. You know, they have factories on the West Bank. Okay, that, that I think
1: uh, is fair. The, the the carbonated water yeah. thingy. Yeah. People love that thing. I know. I know. It's so They're- specific.
0: But at the same <laughs> time, it's like, okay, I, I can see what principle you might adopt to divest from Israel, but then you have to divest from China too. And that's everything. So it's you, you know, if you're looking at human rights violations as an issue. It's
1: true. Why that is everything
0: we that's made that we own?
1: Oops, sorry. Not to do further cartwheels in the minefield, but it's it is kind of curious. Like I mean, I have my own opinions about Israel and Palestine and the what's going on there and the predicament that people are in, particularly Palestinians, but (laughs) human rights.
0: The occupation, but yeah, okay, I I will go on record.
1: (laughs) Well, well, we know what we're talking about. I'm just saying I'm not going to give you my all my all all my opinion right now. Like, uh, I mean, yeah, it's the occupation. It's I wasn't avoiding saying the word occupation. I was avoiding like Hey, I think it's bad, which I yeah. do think bad, but like we don't have three hours to talk about it um, and parse out like important details and nuance, which, you know.
0: I hate nuance, so that's fine with me. You,
1: right? Who has time for nuance? Yeah. Uh, but yeah, like the point was that, yeah, China's human rights violations are very different but also really 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 bad
2: yeah so. yeah look if the nba can't can't go against them i don't think there's much hope for college students
1: yeah well i don't know college students have accomplished you know big things in in the past uh it does not seem to be
2: where the focus is I'll- I'll put it that way. Maybe it will be in a couple of years. I don't know. Maybe that'll trickle down into college campuses, but um, there are a flurry of emails. It's very int- It's interesting just to observe. Yeah. You, th- you mean it's not focused for the administration
1: of the school or for, for the, United-
2: the students, for the students, the students. Um, yeah. Are more focused on like the BDS. I think it's, Speaking of Texas, I think it's virtually
0: BDS. BDS uh, BDSM.
2: Yeah, BDSM. Um, bondage, divestment, sadomasochism. We always
1: get to something completely just. Perky. Our <laughs> local <laughs> perv. He's this like. Perv. like writers, I'm
0: yeah? just really into language, so I make connections in my brain. It's all, you know.
1: Uh, you mean puns? <laughs> 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 that was an all very like lofty way of saying puns. You the like the lowest
0: your- as as isn't it which is known as the lowest form of humor.
1: It is indeed.
0: But I I unapologetically love them because I'm a dad age guy, even though I'm not a dad. So
1: you're a dilf,
2: yeah. a dilf, dilf to be. It's a it's a, a, a delight. You're a, oh. you're, a spiri-
1: you're a spiritual, you're a spiritual dilf, Camilo. You're you're Somewhere in the multiverse, there are infinite versions of You, mm. I'm sure.
2: Don't you think? Lots of dilf dumb. In Texas, speaking of Texas, I think it's illegal to like do DILF? Any-
0: it's illegal to DILF. <laughs>
2: <laughs> DILFing's illegal. You, you, you have to be
0: 300 pounds by the time you're 35 if you're a dad.
2: 100%. And suck oil out of the ground, and <laughs> you can qualify in Texas. What? I'm kidding, I don't know where I'm going. I'm so slap happy, I'm exhausted. What is what is
0: illegal then?
2: Oh, it, in Texas, it's illegal to boycott Israel. What? How could um, it
1: possibly be legal to seriously? make
2: it- or enforced. They passed a law. I think it went to court because it's basically unconstitutional.
1: Well, does that mean on a personal level, is this for corporations or like, this is very interesting. Yeah,
2: you have to sign a loyalty pledge, effectively saying that you will not engage in boycotts of the State of Israel. I'm not joking. I'm not making as
1: as a as a private citizen. Yes, that
2: can't be. That can be. I believe it was challenged in court, but I'm not joking. I'm not making this up. I I do. I I believe 100
0: that somebody would put it forward and. Oh yeah, but it's totally unenforceable. In any way, shape, or form, even, even the Supreme Court would shut that shit down. Because you have absolute freedom as a consumer to boycott whatever the hell you want. Jenny, I think you know,
2: it's, it's Looney Tunes.
0: As a, as a person of an alternative, like, exciting uh, sexual orientation, I um, am...
2: <laughs> AKA gay.
0: Yeah, not exciting I, at all anymore. Well, like, literally the anymore. most boring yeah. of all the alternative... <laughs> Sexual you're earnings.
1: fluid. You just said you're fluid. are you gay? I'm
0: trying. Are you- I'm trying to be more interesting. Do you know that um, Jim's friend Julie told him, "You know, you used to be the most interesting person I knew. I knew because you're gay. It's like, but now, <laughs> gay is just whatever. You, so you need to step up your game if you want to keep that <laughs> title." <laughs>
1: okay. And, uh, it um, is is
0: very funny I've so anyway what I was going to say is that I like invest all my boycotting energy into like not going to Chick-fil-A you know what I mean like that's
1: yeah people can can we just take a moment to talk about this like is Chick-fil-A that good because I know some gay people even who refuse to just not get their fucking chicken tenders there and I will never understand it as soon as I found out about them I was like no I don't need to have chick-fil-a like ever again and I have stuck with that for many years like what is so hard about that do you you know what I'm talking about the fact that Mm -hmm. oh I know plenty
0: of gay people who go there
1: so much that they will not stop frequenting chick-fil-a they have notoriously anti-gay uh management and policies and support of of all of these things with their multi-billions of dollars like what is just don't don't there's other place to get chicken i don't get it you know idea, another, go ahead
2: no
0: no uh, please first. exciting alternative sexualities first okay so um no, no a lot now a lot of times these companies take these corporate positions that are like oh this person that said a horrible thing is no longer yeah they were a founder but are no longer you know involved with the company yeah, it's
1: the like that's, that's the, the
0: that's the cousin or whatever so it's always about following the money like where what are they what charitable Like, that's always the dead giveaway. What charitable organizations is the corporation itself donating to? And then follow that money and see who it's going to. Oh, the American Enterprise Institute or whatever, these horrible right-wing things, the family planning. What's that one? The Family Planning Council is the worst. So if you follow the money, then you can figure out, oh, yeah, you talk one thing. Oh, we want gay people. Like, look, we made a commercial with gay people in it. But follow the money. That's it's like weird. I'm like the new Bill Clinton with the uh it's the economy stupid. It's this, it's it's the following of well, it's not as catchy, but you know, you know I'll say
2: I mean. this. I wish there were just generally I, I wish there were no corporate, there was no absolutely no corporate money in politics period. But there shouldn't be. I, I know there shouldn't be, but I also wish that nonprofits didn't take money from corporations. I mean, they would cease to exist. Some of them probably should cease to exist. There's a weird like non profit industrial complex but um i wish that there was less of it you know another fast food chain that has weird they have weird religious politics i think is in and out burger if you look at the bottom of their like fry wrappers it says john 316 i mean they they have they have pretty weird weirdo like christian theocratic tendencies although Mm -hmm. apparently they treat their workers quite well and they they paid far more than any any other chain for many many years.
0: It's California. They're California based, so you gotta. But yeah, people revere In-N-Out, and people you will, you will take In-N-Out burgers out of the claws of the most liberal person. Like it has to be their dead, like rigor mortis claws will still be holding onto that In-N-Out burger, from what I understand.
1: I have no problem with them being Christian. For me, Christian things are good. I have problems with them being bigoted or trying to take away my rights. And I don't think that those things need to be synonymous. Oh, yeah. Uh, you know, I, I don't know. I haven't read. I, I haven't read the rapper. Have you guys ever had the experience? This reminds me of a product, Dr. Bronner's soap and read all the fucking crazy shit. You know, Jen- I've seen it.
0: I've seen the soap, but no, I don't know anything about Are you- it.
1: Dr. Bronner's soap. So it comes in many varieties. I think probably the most popular is peppermint. And I don't know if you've ever, it, it's Castile soap. Yeah. In the um, label, that's just a bunch of weird stuff on it. And it's not We're not sure what Dr. Bronner (laughs) believed in, but like, it's just like all one, all one. Like he talks about climate change and then love and like, love your farmer. So political seeds of hope, fungi is family, like this guy. That's cool.
0: You've said everything you've said so far is cool.
1: Yeah, it sounds like somebody on an extended LSD trip. Yes, that's what it sounds like. And that's probably what, it was. I think he's dead now.
2: I'll but say, uh, a member yeah. of my household is very loyal to that soap, and I
1: believe it's because <laughs> it makes his balls tingle, and he likes it. The peppermint, yeah, oh. does it tingles? It tingles their ball, non-balls.
0: You, you should be the one making his balls tingle. I can't <laughs> believe they're outsourcing it to soap.
2: I'm happy. To I'm shocked. To Doctor Boner.
0: Okay, yeah. it's, it's time to hear what the kids are up to.
1: All right, uh, that's me.
0: What are the cool kids up to? What music do they like? Where do they go at night? Are they watching sexy Netflix shows or anime or both? Cool, cool kids, like really cool kids. We want to know what you're up to.
1: Ah, oh, as if. Often, I'm sort of scrounging around 12 minutes before we record this to try and figure out what Again, talking-
0: this is going to be our banner episode where we show everybody what we can do um, but a little more compact than usual.
1: That? Okay, sorry that I'm prepared. Okay, let's get <laughs> to it. Um, I did stumble upon this subject and I thought it was interesting. It immediately caught my attention and it ties in with a lot of things that we've been talking about with the kids. So this is about the kids, Gen Z specifically, but before them, the millennials and their lack of they could give an F about driving a car they just don't care mm. when we were kids right although i feel like we're all probably like weird cases except for maybe you camila when did you guys get your your driver's license i was 17 okay so that's pretty normal yeah even like you kind of like from my upbringing and 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 my experience it was like the second you turn 16 you try to get your license as close to your birthday as possible right because that's when you're eligible to, to drive yeah most kids
0: so neither of you got your your like uh what's the 15 year old one called the um you going to be with an adult
1: permit. permit you have to get yeah. it everybody has to get a permit in the u.s before they get their driver's license okay. no matter what age you are
0: I mean, as you know, I was in Spain, so it was a completely different scenario. As soon as I turned 16, I wanted my motorcycle, which is what you're allowed to drive, because there's no car driving until you're 18.
1: Oh, interesting. Yeah, that's very different.
0: So you could get a Vespa when you're 14 to tool around, which I did not have. But then Mm -hmm. if you wanted, because especially since I grew up in a small village, if you wanted to have any kind of social life and go to like the parties in other villages, you had to have a motorcycle required or you would have no social life like your mom or dad driving you around when you were 16 would be the most humiliating thing at the time so I had well, my like kind of perfect,
1: uh I, hello. Yeah. since we're keeping this okay. tight and sweet yes uh, much like my teenage oh my god <laughs> 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 and I almost said it out loud then I thought about and Tina, and then I had to stop. So, um, but at that tender age, I don't know, um, in the United States, this was a milestone. If you're 16, when you're 15, you get your driver's uh permit. When you're 16, you get your license. I didn't. I got my permit when I was 15. I wasn't really good with the driving. And I did uh if my parents are t- listening, I know they are, even though they don't um they don't admit it. I took the car before I even had my license. I could drive really well, uh, but I never went through the step of getting my license. I went to college and then I moved to New York and that all seemed to happen really fast. Okay, so anyway, let's get to this gen z is not fucking driving and they don't care and it's not this milestone that it used to be for us and for certainly for the boomers like having a car was a status symbol it was a symbol of independence it was it was as an an, as american as apple pie right i mean jen do you feel that that as of while you were born in a different country but you're American and you were here enough maybe to yeah I
2: came back I moved back to the states when um in 11th grade so I finished my last two years at American high school 11th and 12th grade and it was a and I'd gone from living in a country where like I took the tram the train Um, but having a car was like a big deal
1: Yes, it was. So, okay, um, I pulled from a couple of sources. This one is called Ratchet and Wrench, which makes me think, like, (laughs) it (laughs) sounds like some weird rap duo. (laughs) Um, But I, I think it's a car enthusiast magazine. I think, actually, mechanics magazine. So it is talking about this phenomenon, you guys, which is a very real thing. So we think of Gen Z as having a lot of tech smarts and they're digital natives. And uh, I don't know, maybe you think they would be into cars that actually they have a lot of technology in them, but they're not. So here are the statistics. A recent report from Lang Marketing highlighted a new trend that sets them apart Gen Z, that is, from their millennial and Gen X predecessors, finding that more than 40% of 19-year-old Gen Z Americans born after 2000 do not have a driver's license, and 48% of 16 to 18-year-olds do not drive at all. Um, And so in comparison, in 1983, more than 86% of 19-year-olds Those would be baby boomers born from 1945 to 1964. More than 86% of them had a driver's license. And um, by 2010, the makeup of 19 year olds with a license had dropped to to 75%. So it has been a really steadily uh, building trend. That just driving is not a thing for them, and this started with the millennials, and it's even more pronounced with Gen Z. So, I, some of the things brought up in this article were that just for Gen Z, it's not this milestone, status, symbol, event—you know, something tied with your independence and your young adulthood. It's just a—it's just a means of getting from A to B. Um, baby boomers, the same age. This this was this for them was a point of of personal expression and pride and a rite of passage not for Gen Z um, and so I think it's really interesting um, and I was thinking about like why is this mm-hmm. um, I looked at another article and this is from USA Today um,
0: the voice of the people
1: the voice of the people but I thought it was interesting just because it's quoting. Michael Andretti's son. Oh. Uh, Michael Andretti, who obviously is like a famous, I think it's Formula One race car driver. Also,
0: also neighbor of my, uh, my step-grandmother. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Oh, in oh, Gross really? Point Shores, Michigan, a town yeah, suburb really- of Detroit, where I will be having Thanksgiving next week.
1: Mm, fancy. Mm-hmm. It is fancy
0: with my mother's wealthy cousin, Bliss Clark. I,
2: wonder, I want to hear more about this, but
1: let's get to why yes. the kids don't want to drive. <laughs> Is it because they're depressed? Yeah, well, I think that's one of the things. But Michael Andretti's 21-year-old son, which you would think, okay, if any kid was going to drive, it would be the son of this driving legend. And um, he basically got behind the car for a couple lessons and was like, mm, "No, I don't like it. Like, not interested." No. Um, and it's echoed over and over again in this uh, article. They're quoting a 16 year old daughter of a local short track racer. Again, a race car driver. She took a five minute lesson and she's like, "That's it. I'm done. <laughs> Turn keys." Um, so there's some reasons quoted. Some prefer to be environmentally friendly with their transportation options, although I find that to be not a major reason at all, because most of these kids quoted are taking, well, before, before the pandemic, ride sharing apps. Now they're just like ride apps. Or I guess this is environmentally friendlier, just relying on their parents, which ties into a lot of what we've talked about. Like, are these kids just way younger than we ever were? You know, they are not seeking out these milestones apparently of like independence from their parents because when you turn 16 and you get your car, you can drive, you can hang out, you can, you know you can be outside of their watchful eye. Like mind you, you guys, I said, I was a weird case. I didn't get my license until last freaking year. And that was only precipitated by the need to have a license to drive in Barbados. So it finally pushed me to do it. But maybe other reasons are that like more and more kids are moving to to urban areas, they're using mass transit. But Jen, one thing that you said that I think is actually a big factor is their anxiety and depression. Um, We've already talked about this. Gen Z is not doing all right as as far as these Uh. things are concerned. And some of these kids, are just citing their just overwhelming anxiety and intimidation about getting behind the wheel of the car. Um, Mm. They're out, they're worried uh, about dying and you know, it's just to them not worth it. And here's another thing. Do you guys know this statistic? Like obviously we know everybody spends a lot of time online but gen zers spent more than eight hours a day online that's so bad for you day day. so when do they have time they don't go anywhere But they're on or whatever
0: that's that's their escape we talked about this before right like that's their escape from their parents but
1: exactly but i
0: love i also i could talk about this also all day i love this is a great subject and there's so many things to to like take out of it. It's first that this generation doesn't have as much of an hi mom, antagonistic relationship with their parents. These yeah. parents for better or worse have tried really hard to be like the cool parents, right? So to be like, hey mom, drive me to X, Y, Z is not weird. It's for worse,
2: Whereas, not for better. It's for worse, <laughs> okay. I agree. Yeah,
0: for, well, for us, it would have been like, I don't want to tell you where I'm going. Yeah, I'll be back, by." whatever fine curfew you know but other than that i don't want you to know what i'm doing i don't want you to know where i'm going i'm hanging out with friends yeah would lie all the time about where we were going and i do feel like this generation is just like yeah we're just going to the you know i was gonna say mall but do people do teens go to malls anymore we're just going to the outdoor galleria or whatever and hanging out can you pick us up and drop us off which i think is a fast and you that you're comfortable asking your parents and that you're and that your other friends don't hound you and humiliate you and like tease you to death because of that because mom dropped you off and you're 17 is Isn't amazing it to me.
2: Out at all? I think that's the issue. Is that oftentimes they are they are bred to be very antisocial. I think it's the phone. It's
1: the fucking it, phone. And eight plus hours of a day online that's eight hours like that's a work that's all day like I can't emphasize enough how like alarming I think that is I do too it's just not good for your brain it's just not
2: good for your fucking brain it's, it's great really- for your
0: brain once you're like completely melded with the electronic device in the next couple oh my of god
1: days. the matrix the the metaverse yeah. you're all, all for it no Power the machine, but but yeah, I mean that's that's it. I thought this was interesting, you guys, because even though my like kid experience was kind of different, I definitely had that pressure and felt that pressure and felt that American sort of iconic sort of milestone of yeah. of getting your license. And even though I wasn't, um, you know, driving uh, legally, um, other kids were, and getting rides from your parents was not cool. Like, so I would be picked up from other, with other kids. And, um, so it was still cool, but yeah, these kids don't, they just, it's not a thing for them. Um, I think the anxiety thing probably is a huge part of it.
2: I'd be curious Uh, how this breaks down, like everything else in this country on, class and I guess to a certain extent racial lines too like
1: for rural people in oh they're in that
0: truck when they're still suckling at the teat
1: well oh th- this reminds me that's a really good point um about another factor the average new car price you guys guess
0: wild it is so 23 000 that's my guess. nope
1: forty five thousand dollars. that is insane Average new car price in the United States. And just so you know, I thought about this, like kids get used cars. Used car price is average, over $25,000. So that's it's from- crazy. Now. Yeah. So, so it's not just one thing. It's a lot of things. Some of it might play into that narrative of the Gen Z being just like less independent and a little- more reliant and and suckling at the teat of their their mamas but some of it is just how you know what the cards they've been dealt. I went online and
2: looked for I was like oh I'd like to look at a new used car you know see if I and the prices are insane. Yeah it's $10,000 for a car with 138,000 miles. (laughs) That's
1: that's nuts so yeah, I mean, according to these average prices, like you don't even want to get in that car. <laughs> that sounds scary. Um, yeah, so I thought it was it was something interesting, something to think about. Like since I've gotten my license for real and I'm like driving around this other country, like it's been really a freeing feeling, and it feels really great. And like maybe perhaps I shouldn't have been driving at at the age where I could have gotten my license and was driving illegally um, because I'm super, super cautious, maybe maybe overly cautious, but like there is a sense of freedom and um, a sense of like accomplishment, but I don't know. There you is. Can kids. Yeah. Yeah, kids get, get, get behind the Go wheel. Go
0: kids. I mean,
1: Yeah. Vroom, vroom. If, if you <laughs> got a public... <laughs> like the, 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 also i mean we even think about or talk about the like economic um ramifications of none of these new generations buying cars what's gonna happen
0: i i have so much more to say we have to move on but god i was at a car dealership this in the past few days i was behind a student driver earlier today (laughs) it was like it's so weird it's all like connected Oh, I just want to be pretty. Give me your potions, give me your serums, give me your own But that must make work out, baby. Oh, no, I can't. I just want to be pretty. But I do want to tell you about what's going on in the world of health and beauty. And this is like, a, this, is, this is going to be an amuse bouche <laughs> um, because I, because I knew I had, I, I couldn't stay here. Uh, we couldn't have the, our full length overblown typical runtime. Sure. So I found a little, you know, a little appetizer of a subject that I, I found interesting. As I mentioned earlier, I love language. I love new words. I love portmanteaus, my benefers, you know, all of those things. guns So right there we have our, um, indulgent consumption food and wine
2: gluttonous food and wine yes fatty fatty food and wine
0: so this piece was by regan stevens thank you very much but there were six or seven things that they recommended but i really focused on this reducetarianism because as i mentioned i love new words and i'm like what is this so Reducitarianism, much like some drinkers are opting to cut down on cocktails or just cut down on the ABV alcohol by volume when they're drinking. I don't know if any of us are, but some people I'm are. Definitely
2: not a reducitarian.
0: Yeah. Reducitarianism, <laughs> no, no, this is like much like, but reducitarianism refers to those who, are, who aren't ready to go full vegan, but want to significantly reduce their consumption of meat and other animal products. When they do eat animal products, though, reducetarians make sure they're high quality. And then some brands that are peddled at Whole Foods are named here. So made with both a mix of grass-fed beef and vegetables, blah, blah, blah. So they're you know, they trying to get you buy things like all of these listicle articles are. Thank mm-hmm. you, Food and Wine Magazine. Thank you, Regan Stevens, for pointing me towards these products. I am kind of intrigued. But I'm not going to peddle them unless you promote our podcast or uh, you know, advertise.
1: We'll so, strongly consider sponsorships that exactly
0: amount of money. So last last week, I know that we talked about animals talking and sort of Jen was having a real pause about thinking of the, about the intelligence of animals and sort of thinking about not eating them um, in the near or ever future. And so this is kind of an option for you to join this movement and to wean yourself off and to help you out, believe it or not, there's something called the Reducitarian Foundation at Reduce, you can figure out the spelling, Reducetarian.org, where you can join other people who wanna wean themselves off of meat, but aren't ready to go cold turkey as it were. Oh, I was waiting all day to make that pun. So um, yeah, reducitarianism, it's pretty interesting because there's a similar movement happening with alcohol right now, which is the you know reduction of consumption, slowly moving to uh, spirits that like taste like alcohol, but have no alcohol in them, et cetera, et cetera. So I'd love to open this up to you and um, see if you are going to become a reducitarian I'm already, I do have to say, I'm, I already feel like I'm slightly on this bandwagon because I've discovered a small but decent number of options that I really enjoy even more than meat. One, I am going to advertise now for a, a large corporation, but the Chipotle sofritas, I, I don't know what to call it. I mean, it's, it's just kind of a vegetarian vegan product the way that it's flavored and spiced to me is more delicious than any of their meat products.
1: I thought you were a big impossible burger fan and that was your.
0: And the, I wouldn't, I, I, am not going to say, I would say I'm a Sofrita's fan. Like literally the other day I was driving up the road and I was like, I'm, I'm craving a Sofrita's burrito. And then I remembered I had leftovers and I was devastated because I was like, I have to eat these leftovers I have, because they're going to go bad if I don't. And it was just like, oh, but I so wanted that's a burrito. But I, that's how responsible I am about, you know, <laughs> saving food and not being wasteful. Says the man who throws out like twenty asparagus spears per week because they got all slimy. But, um, but yeah, it, it you know that that is an example. The imp- the Impossible Burger, I wouldn't say I'm passionate about, but I admire how similar it is to a, a real burger. It's a little different.
1: Um. I think would Ducetarian, vegetarian. I mean, I have two reactions of to it. It's like, okay, well, we're just half-assing it. We're half-assing everything. Um, uh, that's the first reaction. But really, the stronger reaction is, yeah, of course. Like, who says you have to be so extreme? And if something's bad for you, you have you must cut it out at all costs, or you're a failure, and you're you know gonna die. Whether it be Fattening food or alcohol, um, you know. I think that people find a lot more uh, sense of autonomy and like choice and making a making a decision somewhere in between to reduce. There's just not as much pressure, um, and yeah, I think there's something to be said for going towards moderation and not being on either extreme. I
2: agree, I think it's more realistic. I I can only like kind of use myself as a uh, case study. When I've tried to diet, being really restrictive tends to make me kind of wanna overeat. Yeah. No, and I'll like end up eating an entire pizza. Like after, you know, being like, I'm cutting out bread. And then all I can yeah. think of is bread, 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 bread. So I think that makes sense. Like a lot of this is just, com- I love how common sense now needs fancy words. Yeah. Like a lot of it just seems smart. I guess at some point we'll, we might have to resort to more, more extreme measures, especially when it comes to environmental meat eating, I suppose, like just with climate change. But I think that makes sense. I think for some people, alcohol, somebody with a drinking problem, I'm not sure this works. Like, I think that's legitimate to say.
0: And maybe that's a subject for another but day. But all of these like, is, moderation that, groups. That is a whole also other thing that's bloomed. Um, yeah.
1: That's a huge conversation that I was just reading about. And, 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 you know, the CDC or whoever, I'm sorry, I don't know the agency off the top of my head.
0: Probably the FDA.
1: Yeah, whoever decides what problem drinking is. I think it's more than eight drinks a week for women. So it's slightly more than one drink a day, one drink, and more than 15 for men. So that's that's problem drinking. Um, and then they have defined what is like heavy drinking, Um but like most people, and, and they've, defi- they've defined what's alcoholism is that it, it has bad consequences for you and your job, your relationships, et cetera. But a lot of drinkers exist somewhere in a gray area. And so harm reduction can still happen if they're just doing less. So yeah. then- I get that, that I think that is the immediate response of most people because I think especially in the US it is heavily shoved down everybody's throat that if you drink too much you need to stop drinking period mm-hmm. and that might be the best case scenario yeah it might not work for everybody let's
0: let's talk about this some cuz I want to talk about the food but um, let's talk about this some other time because it's fascinating. Cause I think those of us who grew up in Europe, it's like, it was to me, that was one yeah. the major thing I noticed when I was a teen moving between Spain and the U S like the, Oh, in Spain, we're going out and we're having a drink one or two beers to have fun in the U S it was like, let's hide from the parents and drink as much as possible.
1: Yeah, yeah, And
0: that was not the case where I grew up in Spain at all, but But, um, but I want to, I want to talk about food and, um, like, yeah, I just feel like I've been on this trend of reducitarianism for a while. I didn't come up with the catchphrase, sadly, because my dream is to come with a portmanteau that goes like global or at least national. How fun would that be? If you're the one who came up with it,
1: that would be pretty cool,
0: but, um, but yeah, I mean, have you, do you, have you, I wanted to ask you, have you eaten like any substitute this or that to meat that you're like, I dig this, like I can get into it.
2: Yeah. I like Impossible Burgers. Um, I like, the, there's a bratwurst too that I like that's, that's mm-hmm. vegan. Um, you know, I, I'll admit some of it, some of the substitutes feel heavy uh, with chemicals,
1: okay. which
2: I don't always love. But yeah, um, I like tofu actually. I think anything can be done to it.
0: I had a tofu green curry at this uh, Thai restaurant the other day. Nothing wrong with the Thai, they just over sweetened the, cur- the curry to satisfy a Midwestern palate. So it was like a sugar bomb. Which I'm
2: curious, in Barbados, is there any kind of, is there vegan
1: culture there, like vegan? Yeah, there is, um, there is because I would guess because of Rastafarians. Who many are vegan I did not know that many if not all I'd have to fact check that but definitely a large number um I recently actually when you guys were talking about the meat my downstairs neighbor who has messaged me during our recording he always has like sweets and stuff and he like he cooks stuff and I always get to taste it so anyway we need to wrap this up but um he had some vegan uh cupcakes made by a local family and I think they might be Rasta these were definitely the best vegan cupcakes I've ever mm. had Ooh, Ooh, yeah, yeah. You guys but like uh, most of the time where I, when I've had vegan baked goods it's just you can taste this like after it tastes good at first but then there's an after thing
0: the chalkiness
1: and- chalkiness yeah chemically chalkiness these had none of that they were so moist Mm. delicious I just
0: feel like we're on the verge I really feel like we're on the verge of a revolution where things are going to taste just as good
2: as as something butter and eggs and sugar I'll hold you to that I'm going to make a bet okay here listeners I'm going to bet against Camilo on that one I'm, I'm telling you, these cupcakes it. were delicious,
0: though, were they? Yeah, yeah I, really I good. I do feel like an actual runny egg for me is the last frontier. I love sopping so up egg yolk so much. It's
2: a lovely piece of bread. I mean, yeah. it's- Agreed. Yeah. I
0: know I know. I texted you both about that, like, racial harmony diner that's, like, on the border of a predominantly Black neighborhood, a predominantly white neighborhood that Jim wore at the other day, and it's just your basic- diner but it's fun they have all these like black owned like proud you know stickers on things and whatever but anyway the eggs were so runny the hash browns were so well made i was soaking those hash browns and those egg yolks the other day i'm like yes this is oh
2: god you're making me want to run out to a. Uh, i'm so hungry <sighs> Oh God, we gotta wrap it up because we all have to eat.
0: <laughs> In 30 years, thirty years, stuff will be, stuff different. Will be different. How different. How different? We, we don't know. know. we we'll speculate, we'll speculate for the, for the show. The show.
2: Come, Come along for the ride. ride. Okay, speaking of which, the future. The future is. The future is going to be really quick this week, guys. I've uh, I've been reading a couple of articles about the the future of remote work, and specifically that there is now all of this software that can be installed on people's computers to make sure that they are in fact working and working during the time when the company wants them to work, including facial recognition software that scans your face in so that when you're at your computer, like the work computer or whatever, the company can basically track the time that you spend on the computer to exactly the time when they want you to be there.
0: Jennifer rolled her eyes when you gave her this new project.
2: <laughs> yes. And people people who've who've been working under this digital dictatorship basically are losing their minds. Digital it, Big Brother
1: is what it is.
2: Completely. So the whole kind of like, oh, I love working from home. It's, it's turning into a psychological nightmare because you're basically at your computer and this thing is tracking your face. And when you go to the bathroom and when you come back and when you say you take your breaks and when you don't and reporting it back to the company. And one thing I thought was interesting is that actually there's been an anti-surveillance software boom. Um, this is from Wired Magazine. The quote is, bosses started spying on remote workers. Now they're fighting back. And I'll just read one quick paragraph. It says, anti-surveillance software is experiencing a boom too. Present scheduler, which can set your Slack status as permanently active, doubled in sales and traffic in the first two months of lockdown until Slack clamped down and closed the coding loophole. I believe my site caused the policy changes, says developer Wesley Hanshaw, but there was a further spike in interest once I emailed users that we'd adapted to the changes. So what do you guys think? I mean, to me, I feel like that's a complete, but I don't understand. Okay, my feeling is, if your workers get their work done, what do you care about when they do it or how they do it? So long as they produce, like yeah. why-
0: There are you- a lot of, I have a personal experience with something like this. And I was like, hell no, because I have dabbled with Upwork, which I have mentioned to you before, which can be a really good platform for free- freelancers. And there's actually three types of projects at flat rate, where they're like, if you do this brochure, I will pay you $250, pathetic, but whatever. This one pager, $250. Or it can be, I have this ongoing work for you. So you can turn on a time tracker. Now there's no facial recognition, but it means that they can see where you turn it on, worked on whatever the project is. time clock. It's
1: like clocking in. It's
0: like clocking in and clocking out. factory. Yeah, which to a professional is like, Because they might look at it and be like, you clocked in for 45 minutes, went disappeared, clocked in for 30 minutes. I was like, yeah, I have other projects going on, or I have to go to the bathroom, or I'm running an errand. Like, that's part of my, you know, that's how I work. And some clients might be okay with it. And then, you know, so at this point, I won't take any jobs like that, because I feel overly monitored. I'll be like, either flat rate or... I report my hours to you, which is my favorite—the manual reporting of hours. Right. But um, I can't you make imagine. make more money I...
1: hourly, right? And that's that's why these uh, this sort of moder- mon- monitor oh, exists, maybe in your field. Freeland? I will.
0: I will say it doesn't record your face, but it records my screen. So right. If I'm if, if I'm working in Adobe Photoshop for something, and then I'm like, I need to check my email to see what something is do I need to turn off the timer and then turn it back on when I'm done checking my email? It's like, no, I'm not going to go through this rigmarole. Like my part of my process is, you know, I have to go check other things periodically to see what's going on and get updates and feedback. So and I was like, Oh hell no. I think I did one project like that. And I was like, never again.
1: I have a lot of thoughts about this as the problem as the only one here working for like legit a cor- corporate entity. Yeah that would have interest in doing something like that. And Jen, my question to you is because I have worked, a lot of people are just sort of getting hip to these kinds of monitoring systems. Um, And of course, I'm sure COVID has made this, the push for these things um, really uh, a a lot more pronounced. But I know 15 years ago, I would, uh, because I worked for like certain higher ups and worked for HR, I know that they were Um, they had software that would search for keywords, uh, that would, or some, a a manager would get a digest sort of like a compilation at the end of the week of, of someone's emails. You could look through them all or not different systems. This has been going on for a long time. So I'm curious as as to Jen, these companies that you read about, are they telling their employees like this is how it works or they just sort of monitoring because I am not dressed I have to say 95% of the time when I'm at home and I don't feel like I should be and one of the reasons um, I, I cover my camera for this very reason I'm thinking okay maybe they're monitoring that's fine I'm working you know most of the time I take breaks and stuff too and I think most companies need to know that people's work habits have changed and like personal stuff gets folded into there. And if, as long as people are getting the work done, Jen, yeah. like I said, why should it matter? But I do take precautions like covering my camera yeah. um, because I'm naked. And I also mute my microphone at all times, unless I'm using it. That's smart.
2: Interestingly, the one, the one article I read, law firms are very, are very- Oh, sure. About- you know About billable hours yeah and we're putting this on on your computer and y- you know if you are working remote then you are going to be monitored and we are going to use this facial recognition software and apparently it just makes the the employees feel absolute anxiety i mean they just feel totally trapped and i i just i i honestly i find it so
1: incredibly sinister yeah. It is, but again, it's not new. It's definitely
0: right. not new. Yeah. Right. Because you could be sitting in an office and I remember struggling with it's not the same at all, but I just remember starting calling it constantly and be like, can you please unlock this website that's behind you know the firewall because you've decided it's pornographic or inappropriate. It just has some educational worksheets I'd like to give my students, but <laughs> and they're rigor right. moral, yes, about
2: porn sexual- as incredible spelling yes. yes. so many resources you know what?
0: there's no better way to learn english than a porn movie because the language is so stilted hi yes. i'm peter you look really hot do you want to do it with me
1: yeah. i'm here to deliver your pizza yes if you know any phrase in american yes. english i think you should probably start with that one I I hope you will give
0: me a big tip.
2: Um.
0: Yeah, it's very
2: interesting. I don't know why it. uh, Maybe it's the idea of you being in your home and that and still it's spying on you in your actual private space. Yeah. Yeah. And it seems like that's eventually we're going to have to have some kind of protective. There has to be new labor laws devised for. These times, yeah, yeah, and and, and it,
1: I also am thinking. I just wanted to say, like, I'm not always tied to my laptop. I half of my time is spent like on the phone, you know, sourcing like weird things or booking things or you know finding out about different things. Um, and yeah, I can be on the phone and have that conversation anywhere. Yeah. So, yeah. If even if my camera was uncovered, um, you know I might be away from the laptop because I'm on a work phone call. Like it's stuff like that. I'm wondering how they navigate.
2: Also, who looks? I mean, I'd be very curious who looks at this shit.
0: Oh, like, it's 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 what um, one of my favorite podcasts that that Cam um, really likes as well, Scam Goddess.
1: Scam Goddess shout out with lacey
0: mosley oh my god yeah. i love her so much Moseley. she should be on
1: her oh man she dream. should it'd be
0: amazing she calls yes. people who work in these jobs the haters they're like they're people who who hate other H-able. people's happiness yeah hr yeah, yeah haters People who hate other people's happiness. So they enjoy like working for the IRS and auditing, you know. (laughs) And this sounds like the perfect job for what she calls the haters, like people who wanna sift through your and catch you, right?
1: Yeah. Yeah. They're like, aha.
0: Kim like browsed Mm -hmm. the New York Times for 3.5 minutes (laughs) when she was supposed to be whatever, updating a spreadsheet.
2: Yeah, the haters. It's truly all monitoring. In, in like as a paid position it's 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 you know total school mom shit
1: it's probably That's those it. same kids too that were so willing to snitch on yeah. what they did they grow up to be these people sitting in rooms somewhere like yeah. reading your emails and monitoring your bathroom use yeah I think there's a
2: romance be, I mean <laughs> you can just imagine I mean Jesus anyway that's the future it's once again uh, bleak as hell yeah
0: (laughs) and it's going to be a chip right they're going to be like you moved away from your computer like three feet like what were you doing when you were three feet away from your computer during your work time
2: that's horrifying. also too it's not just remote work they do this at amazon it's called time off task it sounds fucking horrifying like people who work in the warehouse the tot
0: the tot the tot
2: time off task yeah and they have to
1: say oh go ahead jen oh That's just on amazon like is anybody surprised no no
2: <laughs> did you hear jeff bezos apparently was at some conference about space and he made a statement that earth he fully expects, expects earth to become like a husk and that most of of life will take place oh and earth will be a vacation destination i mean it's just like dude are you fucking nuts
0: him and elon and elon responding to bernie sanders it's there it's just
1: so gross so gross gross. so vile talking about people you wish you were not living i mean if i had to choose i'm I'm not God, but I know I'd keep Bernie Sanders around. Like, so fuck you, you know? And then
0: being like, space is the future. It's like, not for the rest of us, bitch. Like, we're yeah, stuck down like, here. Yeah, like, they're so
1: out of touch. Yeah. There are, like, millions of people living in abject poverty without running water. Like, are you fucking kidding me? It was so
2: vile. The yeah. one thing I thought was he'll end up a nasty, eccentric, like Howard Hughes you know
1: shitting in plastic bags <laughs> <That> <laughs> in to the bottles. space. Yep.
2: Yes, is gonna fill that god-sized hole because what a what, just a vile thing to say i mean say what you will about bernie sanders like i think the man gives a shit about people yeah yeah um, speaking of
0: shit yes. yes i know that kim doesn't like to talk about shit but she brought it up you brought it up so yeah, don't point your fingers at me next time
1: it's you a, it bring it on. up in the most like literal way every single time. I
0: find it fascinating yeah. as an aging as a subject of aging and how it um and we have not talked about straight bros pooping their pants on this podcast have we? Uh,
1: no, but let's Yeah, we did that.
0: It. Episode 12. Moving okay. Episode 12. <laughs> I love it. You've listened to it over and over cuz you love the yeah. topic so much. Yeah. All right, let's wrap it up. Um,
2: okay, one last thing. Speaking of straight boat bros, did you all hear that Joe Biden let out of a long, wet, smelling- no! No. <laughs> Around no. Camilla Parker Bowles. And she, <laughs> <laughs> she <couldn't, laughs> how did I miss
0: Perfection. this? yes he's and like he's like i've been watching i wa- I saw a preview of diana and i've been yeah. watching the crown here you go bitch and
1: yeah exactly. and that was totally yes. this. She, she couldn't stop talking about it it was and all she
2: talked about, she talked it all, about, she's, about
1: all, it? she's got yeah. a raunchy ass sense of humor are you kidding dude Do, does no one remember the recordings between her and charles and like the 80s while he was married to Diana, God rest her soul, where he talked about being her tampon and she talked about being-
0: Yes, but that was not supposed to be heard.
1: Well- Yeah, but it doesn't matter.
2: He was in England like two weeks ago. He let one rip and she hasn't stopped talking about it since. And it's all over the British papers, of course. Does anybody
1: like her? I mean, I don't know if this is fair, but like I-
0: My namesake, Camilla-
1: she she loves Camilla.
0: loves she loves she'll talking always about farts. Be the other I woman. have nothing in common with her. I don't like her name, and I don't like talking about farts. Yeah, we couldn't like, be more different.
1: You're the same person. It's like a Victor Victoria situation. <laughs> I, mean, I think that maybe
2: she really was his soulmate. I mean, for yeah, both. I agree, but you know what?
1: Yeah. He, seriously she was also you know I, and i i totally agree i totally agree like i do think i it's while it's hard to be like oh my god i feel so bad for the monarchy and what they're forced to go through blah 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 i mean there is a certain amount of that right duty yeah. having to marry someone to to produce an heir a despair and i totally
0: yeah
1: see what <laughs> would suck about that but Man, did they both do Diana so fucking dirty. She believed she was in love by all accounts, you know, and did not understand what she was signing up for. So that's what I have a problem with. Anyway, talk about a whole other episode. That is yeah. a whole
0: other episode. Well, yeah. it's been lovely, my lovelies. Yeah. I'm
1: going gonna, I'm
0: gonna to leave and hop on to my other meeting, which I'm horribly late for, but it's a group thing. So I'll just slink in
1: and it's
0: they'll always- be like they'll be like oh the old guy he doesn't know technology he doesn't understand scheduling <laughs> he
1: couldn't figure it out
0: because most of the people on this thing are like young and fresh and
2: well you could always arrive late and be like i'm sorry i was recording my podcast yes. i could also be like i'm
0: so sorry i'm late but i'm latino persuasion and this is how we do it so yeah
1: I think you want we to say that 11 p.m. Like, yes. oh, you know, it's nothing. Time. Is
0: this, is this everybody arrived like an hour, 10 <laughs> minutes ago? Why? I was having my tapas. <laughs> I was enjoying my vino.
2: My iterator a jo's <laughs> All right. Till next time. Keep it
1: p- p- perky. We kind we of, of the the perky. Wait, you, uh, Halfway there, the podcast at gmail.com. Yes. Uh, for our patreon on all of the platforms that we're on which is every podcast platform just look in our show notes you can find a link there
0: yeah
1: subscribe and give us five star only reviews and write Mm -hmm. something to us kim that is
0: so good and efficient i loved it um yeah yeah, and tell us if you are a uh reducitarian i want to hear from you if you are a
2: Company is spying on you and what you're doing. Seriously,
0: but they yeah. won't be able to talk about Fight it. Fight that. We'll have yeah. to put it. We'll have to put one of those like dateline voice boxes on them if they're talking about that. They'll be like, or my oh, companies. Yeah. i <laughs> inspired on. Keep, keep it perky. Keep it perky. Keep it
1: perky.
0: Bye. Bye. This has been halfway there,
2: but it's also the end. The end of this episode of halfway there. You get it.